What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Peyton Tomlin, a.k.a. PT, the champion, and I'm your host of the Turn Em Loose podcast. Uh, today's episode is, is is a touching one, man. It's one that definitely has has uh, reunited the flames, or reignited the flames, not united, but reignited the flames of racism and the thought of it here in this country, man. The Breonna Taylor verdict. Uh and uh we're just going to dive right into it no no clever things here today uh i just want to kind of get into it and give my thoughts real quick uh it's an interesting thing uh it's a sad i'll start off by saying that this whole thing is just a sad 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 and tragic situation and i know people are out crying for criminal charges to be pressed. And I'll be honest with you, and I said this back in March. Uh, I don't think I said it on the the first Breonna Taylor podcast that I did, but I know I definitely said it to a lot of people. I didn't see how they were going to get to criminal charges for this situation. Uh, Now, that's not me saying that I believe there should be any or or I believe there shouldn't be any. I just didn't see how they were going to get to that charge uh based off of the scenario that took place that night now if you heard from the last episode that i did on brianna taylor i am not a fan of the no-knock warrants i i believe they cause more harm than good i believe there was a lot of ways that they could have handled this situation in terms of getting inside of that house uh, they've been watching that house for three months. So um, I will assume, which is, uh, I do it cautiously, that they knew the routine of the people in the home. And I'll just go by off what we have heard, right? Now, I don't know why her house was listed on the warrant, and there's different things people are saying, hey, uh, because when she was dating the boy back in 2016 that they ran drugs together i don't care what happened in 2016 i can only talk about what happened in 2000 in 2020 and it seems that at this time she was not involved with anything dealing with drugs so how did they get her name and her house her address on the warrant in the first place that would be the, the the question that I have. I don't blame the officers for what happened. I blame the one idiot who who decided to shoot through a a window with the blinds down. Um, but I also get that when you get shot at, you you do some you do some different things, and no matter how much you've been trained to to deal with being shot at, it's not TV, it's not the movies. No one's really that calm when bullets are flying towards them. Uh, 
in the movie in the movies and TV, they're calm because they know they're not really going to die. But in the real world, when someone is shooting at you, you don't know how you're going to react, and then you don't know how you're going to react if you have a pistol. Uh, so we'll just go back through the scenario again for for the people who uh, don't know what's going on or for the people who think they know what's going on. I'm going to give what I believe has taken place. And if anyone, if I left something out, please let me know and I will readdress it on on a later episode. But the way that it was broken down uh, by the by the DA and by everybody else is that basically the three cops went to serve a warrant. Now, that night, the police served five warrants. They evaded five different locations, and the Breonna Taylor location was just one of the five. So, yes, they did uh, go into the one house where they caught the actual perpetrator who they wanted. When they went into Breonna Taylor's house, they were looking for more evidence to convict uh, her ex-boyfriend. Let's make it clear that her ex-boyfriend and her current boyfriend are not the same people. There's two men in this situation. They had the first guy. So the other locations they hit looking for more evidence to convict and put more charges on the individual they already caught. Her house was listed based off of a report that I saw. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see it. That I heard that uh, while doing surveillance, they saw the ex-boyfriend at her leave her house with a package and proceeded to go to quote unquote the drug house with the package and that is what they used in order to get this warrant that they believed that he was storing money or drugs at that location maybe based off of whatever their past was from 2016 okay now they go to execute the warrant and from my understanding, the officers that they had execute the warrant were not part of the investigation. So basically, you grab three cops and said, hey, we need you to go and execute this warrant. So they go to do what they were told to do. Now the dispute. Did they identify themselves? Did they not? In my mind, that's an irrelevant dispute. I think people are having us looking in a area that doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that the boyfriend, the new boyfriend, said he didn't know who they were. And I believe him. I honestly believe him that he didn't know who they were. Uh, so when they busted through the door... He shot. I would have shot. Anybody would have shot. And whether they identified themselves or not, like we really need to put this in perspective because people are, are making it seem as if uh, what they're saying is that they knocked on the door and they were screaming through the door, we're the police. 
where the police where the police and we're about to come in and we're about to come in we're the police and we're about to come in i don't think that's how that happens i think the way that this happens is that as they are busting down that door they're saying we're the police the action is already in place right i already got my pistol my heart's already moving my finger's already on the trigger i'm already saying I don't know who's at my door. And next thing I know, because in my mind, I'm not thinking someone's going to bust my door down. I just have my gun because I believe someone's at the door. And I'm trying to make up my mind if I'm going to walk towards the door or what. So let's, I mean, act as if you were the boyfriend, right? And then act as if you were the cop with this no-knock warrant. Now, I get the DA said that at the last moment, it wasn't a no-knock warrant. And they knocked. Why did they bust down the door then? I guess if you have a regular warrant, you can still bust the door down. I don't know. That don't make sense to me. Uh, <laughs> because then why would you ever use a no-knock warrant? Just for evidence to get a surprise thing? But you can still bust the door down. I don't know. But So that's the claim. They bust the door down. Boom, he shoots. Boom, they return fire, which, by the way, is a normal response to being shot at. Right? It's a normal response at being shot at. If someone shoots at you and you have a gun, I believe you you would probably shoot back. Uh, especially if you don't know who they are. And because I believe her current boyfriend don't have a record or hasn't been identified in any way of being associated with anyone doing drugs then i will believe that his first criminal activity would not to be to shoot at cops so he didn't know who they were shot at him they shot back normal response the one cop ran outside put his gun through a closed blind window let some bullets off bow, 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 bow. uh and he shot through the wall because they lived in an apartment complex and they got him on in danger, uh, reckless and warrant. Like, what was it? Some weird Walden, uh, Wong Tong, <laughs> something in endangerment. Like, just put careless endangerment. I don't know what that is. But either way, but it was for the three people and not for the one person, which, which doesn't make sense. If she was in the bedroom, uh, hiding or whatever she was doing in the bedroom once the gunfire started to happen and he shot and bullets went over her to hit the wall she should be part of that okay minor right minor major depending on who you are uh but the reports from the fbi says that his bullets never hit her so if his bullets didn't hit her then you can't charge the reckless dude with murder in my in my opinion Two, if they shot back after being f shot upon, which from all accounts, that's not being contested. The boyfriend said he shot first when they busted down the door. I think that's, I don't believe, and they had, and if they had a legal warrant, then you can't blame those police officers with murder. Because once he shot, in my mind, it's not their responsibility to worry about who else is in the house is about putting the the person down who shot at you. That's how I see it. I know other people see it different. 
I know there are cops are going to be like, no, we care who's in the house. I get it. I'm a military man. I see things maybe a little bit different because the environment that I would be in when I'm shooting would be a little bit different, right? Uh, I'm shooting people who want to kill us, and I'm letting them, those bullets fly. I'm not worrying about who's around. I'm letting them. They got to go. So that's why I don't believe there should be any criminal charges against those officers for that particular scenario. I think that scenario right there is tragic. I think it is sad. And I think that it didn't have to happen. Now, I'm curious still, how did they get the warrant? Now, did the people who got the warrant, did they do it legally? Because that's some question. They falsified some evidence in order to get the judge to sign off. Now, we could locate that. Absolutely. People need to go to jail because their their lies and their deceit led to a young lady being murdered. Now, we know that they conducted this thing in the worst way possible. And how how do we know that? Because they paid the family twelve million dollars. Right. They, the city paid them twelve million dollars and named all type of laws and rules. Uh, the Breonna Taylor law, Breonna Taylor Street, Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor. They did all that to basically say we messed up. And it caused your daughter her life. Uh, and that's why we need it to be transparent in the evidence and everything that they utilize for this investigation. Uh, like I said, it's not a big deal to me if they announced themselves or not. They went in the house. They went in the house and they weren't invited and they got shot at. Uh, and therefore, I understand their response. I understand his response. And I understand that, uh, unfortunately, this young lady was caught in that crossfire uh, and was hit six times. And, and, and it took her life. And I understand that the city tried to apologize by paying them a lot of money uh, along with some other element of things. But we need to see all of this evidence because if you tell me that this reckless dude who shot through that window, one of those bullets hit, hit her, then yes, that's that, now we're talking criminal charges in my mind. For that one guy, not the two who busted through the door who got shot at, but for the one guy who went out there and got fired right away, the guy who they have these charges against. Meanwhile, if you can't press it on them, then let's look deeper into the overall process from everywhere from what did you have in that investigation that her name and her house should have even been considered on the warrant in the first place. That's what intrigues me. That's what I want to know. Because there's a lot of houses in that neighborhood. I'm, I'm certain of it. She was in an apartment. Why was her house pointed out? And, and I'm, you know, and I really hope it wasn't because of some nonsense from four years ago. Right? So, we there's some things we still got to figure out. I'm not saying that the verdict... I think the verdict for not pressing criminal charges at this moment is fair. Uh, I think, however, 
we have to look deeper into everything that took place to even figure out why this scenario even happened. And, uh, you know, for all the celebrities who want to speak in on this, the the Charles Barkleys and, and, and you know, uh, Stephen Jackson and all of them who want to argue about semantics of words and pushing narratives, I think all of that needs to stop. Uh, you don't need to be on television giving your opinion about something because it doesn't affect, it doesn't pertain to you uh, in a sense of, unless you got the okay from her family, in my mind, because y'all are figureheads, y'all are celebrities, your reach goes out a little bit further. I'm a little podcaster just giving my opinion on this thing. You're on national television telling America and your people that you work for that uh, you you see it differently between the George Floyd case and the Ahmaud Arbery case. And, and, I, and I don't disagree with that. I really don't. I don't disagree in total with Charles Barkley said because I don't put the Ahmaud Arbery with the George Floyd, right? I put I think all three of these are different situations that we sometimes we lump them all together because we're saying they're black people and there was some in the Ahmaud Arbery case, there wasn't even a cop there, right? Uh it was just the fact that the justice system in that town didn't prosecute anything. And what they all have in common is is, is that it's the legal system, right? It's the justice system who who is mishandling these three situations that's what's in common yeah the variations of them are all different and i think we could all agree on that uh you know george floyd being murdered with a knee to his neck for eight minutes and some and some seconds is different than uh, a warrant being executed where the individual in your house shoots first and then you get caught and the bullets coming back and you get murdered. That's different. Uh, but I will say that in both situations, the justice system didn't act in in a very fast fashion that they definitely took their time to come around and they, they said they're being thorough but because of the lack of trust that the African-American community have with the police, were you being thorough or were you hiding evidence? Were you trying to spin this where uh, these individuals look bad or were you really going for the pursuit of justice? And it's hard to say what was what, what they're doing. Because if you ask me, if you say, PT, what do you think they were doing? I think it's a little bit of both. I think they're trying to protect their their guys if they can. If they can. Some things, George Floyd thing, you can't protect that dude. You got to let him rot. Right? Uh, this situation with, you know, Brianna. Let's see what we can do to maybe protect the the investigation until we can't protect it anymore. And you can't protect it anymore once you are transparent and you show us the evidence and everything that you obtained 
to come to the conclusions that you came to. If not, then the city will continue to burn and people will continue to get hurt and police officers will continue to be shot. And if you want to truly stop that, then that's what needs to be done. That's what needs to be done and figure out the culprit in that chain of command who allow such a uh, jacked up investigation to end up with a young lady being shot dead in her house, in her bedroom. So that's all I have for for this today. I will continue to monitor this as well as I'm sure we all will, uh, as well as all the other cases that, that are taken on. You know, the goal of us being African-Americans right now, at the time that we have now, we have to take these situations and we have to look at them. Uh, and I agree with the guy, uh, with the DA. We have to take emotion out of some of these uh, situation so that we can have a clear mind of looking at what's real and what's not. We can't put a blanket over every situation that's an interaction with the police because we all do know that uh, the news definitely start shaping our opinions and they do feed on past history in order to get ratings. So when you know we're being manipulated or at least trying to be manipulated, we, we cannot allow that manipulation to affect our overall thinking where we then become hypocrites of our own moral standards. So uh, I, I do, but I am a law-abiding citizen. Uh, I do understand that as a black man that there are scenarios and situations that I could find myself in. And I do know that my goal is to survive that encounter and fight it on a different level. Uh, I know not everyone feel they can do that, but I, I honestly believe that we just have to survive the encounter. And sometimes that means, unfortunately, uh, putting your ego down a little bit, putting that pride down a little bit, and also stop doing crimes. Uh, I know that's a tough ask because some people's situation you know, that's the only way that they can see out of it. Uh, but we need to put these programs in place and get back into our communities where we provide opportunities to people where they don't need to be in situations where crime brings the element to us that is also killing us in a lot of these situations. So I'm going to end it like that. That's all I got. Uh, please provide me feedback on this one. Let me know what you think. Uh, my heart definitely goes out to that family. Uh, you know, there's no amount of money that can resolve uh, or bring back your child, resolve the pain that you feel from your child being taken from you in such a such a pointless. Uh, way right they could have came to that house at five o'clock in the day in the middle of the day p.m no need to be there at one o'clock you could have caught her at work you could have done a lot of different things um in order to get there but uh with all that said have a good day enjoy your time uh stop waiting for people to do things for you that you can do for yourself with that said pt's out turn them loose